Meat and cheese. Welcome one and all to Meat and Cheese, live on Demon FM. I am Lord Corey Kane West, joined as always. And I am Lord Thomas A. Jackson. And we have a very special guest in the studio. Special guest, introduce yourself. Hello, um, my name is Ravel Lumber, and um, I'm a artist, singer-songwriter, an actor, and um, yeah, I have uh, been writing songs for quite some time, and uh, and now I'm sort of getting to the point where I want to do it professionally, so things are, are rolling. Nice, and Ravel, you have a guitar with you in the studio. I do, I do. And uh, I'm going to sing a few songs for you that are off my um, my independent album that I'm hopefully releasing by the uh, mid- mid-October or beginning of October. And uh, they're all uh, songs to do with myself and my... Uh, journey in life thus far nice nice uh you know mead and cheese is sometimes been described as a journey yeah um and what what was your reasoning for picking mead and cheese as the platform for this uh, debut well mead and cheese is a journey like we're all on a journey <clears throat> really and um seemed a good way to uh to promote um some of my songs because i haven't really done much promotional stuff and um it would be it's great that it's in my hometown that my sort of first independent album is uh, gonna be promoted on meat and cheese first Nice, yeah. nice, yeah. nice. I'd like meat and cheese to be part of the journey. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, Ravel, on on our social media, we've been asking people to get involved with the show and ask us their questions. And some people have been asking for a few weeks now: Is Ravel coming on the show? Wow. Okay. And now you're finally here. Yes, I'm here. I'm here, and armed with a guitar, and songs that um that really mean something to me. So, yeah. so talking about your song, so how did you like get into playing music? Like, what was it for you? What sort of sparked that interest? Um, it's always been there. It's always been there, you know, like from a young age. But it it was kind of with um, uh, my uncle. Um, is uh, don't know. My uncle is a, from a band called Shawadi Wadi. Yeah. Oh wow! And uh, my uncle's name is Romeo Challenger. Nice, yeah. And I kind of, you know, I kind of looked at him and thought, "Well, he's done it, mm. so why can't I?" You know. And I've been practicing and practicing and practicing for many. Well, I'm 29 now, since I, about 20. And um, but you know, songwriting—it's a craft. It's a skill. It's mm-hmm. it's something that takes time. And um, but now I'm getting to the stage where I go like that's my stamp. I think that's yeah. that's my song, and I like that, and I can show it to the world. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice. So you said yeah. you started this journey at about age twenty. Yes. Yeah. I'd say yeah, twenty. 
And, and would you mm. say it's never too late to start learning how to get involved with music? Absolutely not. It's never too late. You know, for me, uh, music is is uh, it's an expression of like uh, it's a way to get your feelings out. Mm. And like, I, it's a way to deal. Like, I also use it to deal with feelings and to deal with my mental health and to deal with my emotional health and my inner world. And um, it's never too late, even if you ting on the triangle. Yeah, that takes skill and timing. <laughs> it is. It is about timing. I'll agree with that. Totally. And uh, you know, there's a lot of students at DMU who are even mature students who are a little bit older, perhaps in mm. their thirties, forties, maybe even their fifties and sixties, who could get involved with music at DMU. We've got a music society here. Wow. And uh, Demon FM is always happy to have artists come on the show, as evident by your presence here today, Ravel. <laughs> yeah, it's never too late. It's never too late. You know, music, it, it helps me in so many ways, in so many ways. And once, you know, whatever craft you're good at, you know, in life, it's, it's a meditation. You know, mm. it can be a meditation. And I definitely use this as a, a tool to process things that happen to me in life. And uh, and be like, right, I, you know, do the song, get the, the adrenaline rush. And then you're like, right, accomplished, accomplishment, you know. Mm. Yeah. yeah, sense of accomplishment. So like with your music, have you done many live performances <clears throat> before? Oh, yeah, tons, um, tons. I just uh, did a... Uh, a vegan market yeah. in um no is it Sheffield or is it Chesterfield in Chesterfield I just did a vegan a market there that was a great day lots of vegan food lots and uh yeah I did a gig in London the other day at the magic tree and I do them all around I try to do them outside of Leicester as much as I can yeah because I like to meet different people and I've been doing the Leicester thing for a while but yeah, you know, I, I for many years, yeah, I, it's to be able to sing it live, and uh, is that's one that's an added bonus, like that feeling of yeah. your work, and the feedback I got as well in Nottingham. I did a gig in Nottingham. Someone came up to me and said, because I've got a song called Stronger Than This. They came up to me in a veil of tears because they said it helped me deal with what I was going through today. They didn't say, but I kind of understood. Um, and they said, they, thank you, thank you. And that was like, ooh, okay, music, very healing, very yeah. healing. Yeah, it really can be, can't it? Oh, like, totally. You find like certain songs will just like click with you and it feels like they're almost talking directly. I find yeah. my yeah. approach to music is normally quite silly. Yeah, yeah, so Corey also has a band called the Nivercucks. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, the Nivercucks, yeah. And, um, yeah, our stuff's a bit wacky, isn't it? It's a bit uh, experimental. Wacky I would say is, that. Wacky is good. Yeah. Yeah, I would say it's uh, a little bit more electronic as well. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. 
It's, it's, it's more of a laugh than anything else, but the music can be many different things to many different people, can't it? A hundred percent. But as long as you're having fun... Oh, we're definitely having fun. That's the main <laughs> ingredient. Yeah. Cool. So, um, Ravel, what song are you going to play for us first? Um, I'm going to sing a track called uh, When I'm Older. And um, this is uh, a great track. And... Yes, it's always uh, the audience response is always good. Okay, so what I'm going to do right now, Ravel, is I'm going to turn mine and Tom's mics down and we are going to enjoy your beautiful song. crying I can tell my head is lying I can feel my thoughts are weighing me down I can feel that life is precious I can see that you're delicious I can see my future in the wind when I'm older I'll be losing my head when I'm older there'll be love in the air when I'm older I'll be crashing into doors when I'm older Oh, when I'm older Oh, I won't give a damn no more I can feel my memory fading My spirit's always changing I can feel my mind is tapping down I can see life in new ways Go ahead and turn the page Life will always lend a hand When I'm older I'll be losing my hair When I'm older There'll be love in the air When I'm older I'll be crashing into doors when I'm older, oh, when I'm older, oh, I won't give a damn no more. I got no grey hair coming, but who knows what is lurking round that corner of life and time is a mystery to me go on life flow on through me i know you won't ever let it bring me down and time is a mystery to me go on life flow on through me i know you won't ever let it bring me In the air when I'm old I'll be crashing into doors when I'm older Oh, when I'm older Oh, I 
Won't give a damn no more When I'm older I'll be losing my head When I'm older They'll be loving the end When I'm older I'll be crashing into doors When I'm older when I'm older, oh, when I'm older, I'll be losing my head. When I'm old, I'll be loving the air. When I'm older, I'll be crashing into doors. When I'm older, oh, when I'm older, oh, when. Won't give a damn no more. That was beautiful. Absolutely incredible. That was beautiful. That was really touching. Thanks, man. <laughs> yeah. So, um, um, it's all about accepting getting older and enjoying the process. We're all going to lose our hair and crash into doors <laughs> yeah i mean i think that's something anyone at any age can struggle with isn't it oh, that yeah. acceptance of actually growing older totally yeah because you're always sort of on that sort of age journey like i you know when like it was the next few years like you can't go you know you're going through your uni years at the minute and then you know i've come into the end of that I'm like, okay you know it's like it's like you're going through you know, you have to, you don't, I don't feel like you You should try and look back with a smile. That was a very beautiful song, uh, Ravel. Um, Thanks, what, so one thing I want to sort of like go into, like obviously that was like you have very good lyrics there. How do you sort of come up with the lyrics? Is it sort of, do you like sit down and work through them or is it sort of, do they come to you? What's your, your protest, process? My process is very organic. Yep. Um, it's very organic. Um, I... I uh, I try, you know, I've tried so many ways to make, to blend myself, like to be like other singer songwriters. Yeah. Right. There's a pen, there's a paper and now I will write a song and then blank. And it's like, <laughs> it's, it's, there's, there's nothing there, you know? Um, but for me, it's really organic. It's all about what my mood is. Um, and you know, sometimes I pick up the guitar, there's something there, like uh, there's an image in my head that I'll, I'll use something someone said to me that day or last week or some, an idea or an image and I'll use that and just build on it and just, you know, get a few chords and it's very organic. I would say there is not one way to write a song. Okay. I would 100% agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, when I've written some of my songs before, sometimes it's... The pen and paper approach. Sometimes you think, "Oh, I'll, I'll write a song," but more often than not, it is. It it just comes to you with a feeling, yeah. and and you feel this song. You you get it in your head. You start singing some lyrics to yourself, and usually the pen and paper only really comes into it at the end when you're sort of fine tuning things. Yes, okay. yes, yeah. And 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 to be honest, the best songs come that way. I would agree when it's spontaneous and natural. Um, it, it, for me, that's when I get because that's where that song came from. Mm -hmm. That when yeah. I'm older, that that came from me just sitting in the lounge and just just daydreaming about 
me in a rocking chair with no hair. <laughs> I find a lot of my songs, I'll, I'll write them, you know, when there's not much going on and I'll just be singing to myself, like um, on a walk to uni or if I'm in the shower or something like that. And then it's my job to afterwards quickly run for my phone and record it so I don't forget what I've just come up with. You know, uh, I, I, it, with technology, you know, there's there's good and bads to it, but, you know, having the little voice recorder is yes. incredible. It's a lifesaver. It's, uh, it, when you get those lightning bolts of creativity and uh, and you just need something, I've done it. I've done it on buses, trains, and I've just gone... Yeah, yeah. Store. <laughs> I've gotten a few funny looks over the years. I'll be walking to school and just crack the phone out and start singing into oh, yeah. it. Oh yeah, because that's that's what you got to do to remember this thing that has popped into your head. Totally, and and sometimes that song. Sometimes it's funny. Uh, yeah, I listen later on or a day later, and I go, "What the hell was I thinking? What yeah. was on that?" But you, 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 you get that sometimes. Yeah, but you caught it. You caught it. And that's what's important. You capture that that moment, that moment. Yeah, absolutely. Tom. So um, we've got Maddie at the door. So Ravel, have you got any like songs you'd like to play um, on the radio? Ooh, absolutely. Well, what we could do, absolutely, is uh, we could play Ravel. What, what what songs would you like to hear on the radio more? As in, well, my own darling. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you just mean in the biggest scope. I mean, yeah. What what's an artist that you like? And oh, we can see uh, if we've got any of their songs. Instantly comes to my mind. There's a man called Trevor Hall. Trevor um, Hall. And uh, he's an incredibly um, just touching uh, artist. There's a song called Moon and Sun. By Trevor Hall. Well, we don't have any Trevor Hall. Oh, that's okay. Uh, you want modern, don't you? May current. Maybe think as mainstream as possible. We've probably Queen, got it on the Freddie system. Freddie Mercury. Queen. I Queen. Love... We Queen. We definitely have. Um. Yeah. Let's let's go for some uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. Lover Boy. Have you ever heard Lover of Lover Boy? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I think it. I think that's the song. Good old fashioned love of Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I hope we have it now. I really do because <laughs> if we if we don't, that's two of your suggestions <laughs> that we just don't have. Uh, yeah. It doesn't look like we have that one. Oh, good on old the Bohemian system. But yeah, do. Bohemian we've got. It's yeah. So yeah, yeah we'll we'll play Bohemian. We'll pretend Rhapsody. that's the first one you said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at your request, Ravel. Here is Bohemian Rhapsody, <laughs> and we'll see you after the song break. Welcome, welcome back, back. What's this track in the background? Uh, this. Ravel, what do you think of this track in the background? It's quite. Oh, it's quite um, like it's quite menacing. Menacing. But it's almost like you know, it's like a part in the song, part of the film where the um, the character is like working out something. Like yeah. his big plot. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I think it is? Do you know when you're playing like a little mobile game and you're jumping, like you've just 
the little like arcadey sort of game. An, an old nineties one. Yeah, yeah, an old nineties <laughs> one. In Skegness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, a Skegness nineties game. You see, that's that's interesting because this song is titled Scrimblo Bimblo, an ode to fifth generation era platformers. So it's sort of like you know Crash Bandicoot era games. Sorry, what? Sort of Scrimblo. Scrimblo Bimblo. Scrimblo Bimblo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is by like the Nithercots. Yeah. Like that. That's the name of the band. That Scrimble. is the name. Well, the the band is the Nithercots. That's the song. Scrimblo Bimblo is the song. Oh, I found out how to rotate pictures in Instagram, by the way. Hey. So yeah. So this is my band. Yeah. It's gone very quiet. I can't hear it much. Yeah, well, I sort of got it on as background music, really. Oh, right. But, yeah. So, how are we all feeling in the Mead and Cheese studio today? It's really nice to I'm, be here. I'm feeling excellent today. Yes. Yeah. It's, it, yeah. Outside, it's that kind of change of seasons, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it really is. Like, it's like getting colder at night. Like, mm. we, where we live, we live on, like, the top floor at the minute of the flat. We moved out of our... Um, flat what you came to mm. um, so we're now living on the top floor so it was really hot but now it's started to get a bit colder mm. which is mm. nice it was like unbearably hot like a few few weeks back Ravel do mm. you have an Instagram I do um, it's at Lord Curly King Lord Curly King so are you a lord uh, yeah uh, well you know it was uh, one one night I was just creeping yeah, there you go Lord Curly King, yeah. Yeah, because no me, me and Corey are actually lords. Yeah. Um, we have legal documents that say that we are lords of Hogan Manor. <laughs> well, I bow to you, gentlemen. My, my younger brother one year got me a lordship. You know, you get like a little plot of land in like... I think mine's in Devon. And then and then Corey then got one next to my little plot of land in Devon. <laughs> and then he got his uh, partner one next to his... Uh, yeah, me me and Liz are lord and lady of a small square of the river, I think. It's lovely. It is. It well, is. Well, so uh, how did you guys become lords? We, we paid for it. Bought into it, it's like yeah. like 20 quid online. <laughs> oh. And you get a certificate. Oh, oh right. Have you, have you guys ever seen The Big Lebowski before? Yes, I have. There is a, a thing called the Dudis Society. Yeah. And uh, you can become a Dudis priest. Yeah. And you can have a certificate that says you are ordained as a dude, dude priest. Dude priest. It's dudeology. Oh, nice. Yeah, check it out. I feel like we should become dudes instead. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude, Corian. There's, there's a deep philosophy behind that all, you know. Yeah. And the deep philosophy is no matter what you go through in life, go with the flow because that's what the dude does he just carries on no matter what life throws at him I mean that's sort of my philosophy anyway well so, you're a dude yeah. yeah I think I'm a dude are you a dude Lord Jackson I would say so I would say so I'm quite a go with the flow guy at times not all the time yeah yeah are you a dude Ravel um uh, a work in progress dude yeah um yeah. I, I, I get knocked down and I get back up again. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> no, but, I was waiting for that. <laughs> but, you know, it, I, yeah, it, it, it's a work in progress because there's just, you know, life can get 
heavy at times, but I'm learning how to deal with that. And music and acting is the greatest um, tool for me to stay on track. Yeah. Yeah, acting is a great, great thing to get involved with, I think. Mm. It really gives you ways of expressing yourself that you don't normally get access to mm. out in the real world. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, Ravel, you recently acted in a film, didn't you? I did. I did. And I did. that was called Obsession, which is actually on its last string of the editing process. And that's how me and you met. Yeah. Um, so would you like to talk a bit about your acting, sort of? Yes, absolutely. Um, by the way, I told my agent yeah. that th this role that I'm playing, um, this uh, emotionally bruised psychologically damaged individual yeah who thinks stalking is okay and she said oh yeah you'll be perfect for that <laughs> i said what do you mean <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know you've just got that thing about you Ravel. <laughs> oh cheers <laughs> amazing <laughs> but um yeah the acting um the acting as um i'd say the acting came before music yeah um i've always wanted to be an actor and um that started off very young. You know, my dad took me to the cinemas every weekend without fail. We went to the Lord of the Rings premiere of The Return of the King. Yeah. Nice. And uh, like, I'll always remember that moment sitting on his shoulders and being like, wow, there's the stars, you know. And, um, but, uh, and then it developed. I went to two drama schools and uh, one in London, one in Southend-on-Sea. And... I, uh, after that, was like, I've got the training, but I hadn't ha I didn't have the life experience yeah. to be an yeah. actor. I'd, 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 I was playing roles and I just, I wasn't feeling present, mm. you know, and I didn't really know Ravel much. I was still so very young. And, um, but now my approach is, is very different. And uh, it keeps improving. Yeah, yeah. I have to, I have to recommend Ravel. He's an excellent act actor. Um, Thank you, my friend. So, would you say your music and your acting come hand in hand? With, you know, do you find that your music helps you better act? Is there any link between them two? Do you know an artist called Ian Dury um, from Ian Dury and the Blockheads? I don't think so. Ian. Hit me with your rhythm stick. It's nice to be a lunatic. Oh, I've heard that. Hit, yeah, 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 yeah. Ian Dury, he's, he's, he's a big uh, hero of mine. And uh, he um, basically, he incorporated his acting when he was singing. And mm. he, was, he became the kind of like goofy performer. And, uh, and yeah, I've, I mean, yeah, I guess they do tie together. They can tie together. Hmm. Um, they're both an expression, but um, that's it's very interesting. I've never thought of them linked. Yeah, I've just thought that just things that I'm good at. Yeah, yeah. Um, the things you like to do. You know? Yeah, yeah, and just you know, gifts from nature. And I suppose practice. you could always do a musical. <laughs> Ravel, the dude, the musical. Yeah, Ravel's dude. <laughs> <laughs> called go with the flow 
Yeah, I, I would watch that movie. Yeah, I, I think acting and, and music are linked. Like, you know, going back to my band, I think it's easier to to get into the the musical spirit when you're playing a character. For us, we are all playing a character when we're doing our stuff. You know, I'm yeah. not Corey West when I'm in the band. I'm Cosmo Nithercott. I'm this space-age guy who's coming up with these wacky tunes, you know? Well, is that kind of David Bowie did that? Yeah. He was a character, wasn't he? Mm. Um, you know, he was a character when he went on stage, Ziggy Stardust. And, uh, you know, all those greats, they, they realised they could also become the characters. But I don't know. You know, Leo Sayer, he dressed up as a clown. Um but no, I, I, hmm, who knows what the future holds? Maybe I'll be going on stage dressed as, you know, what Elton John does, Daffy Duck. I would love to go on stage dressed as <laughs> Daffy Duck. Yeah. It's that's, all great fun. That's interesting, though, like costumes and music. Like There's like Elvis, he, he dressed quite eccentrically. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Like, yep. Elvis, you could argue, was always playing a character on stage totally. as well. Totally. Totally, Jim Morrison of the Doors always playing a character, this yeah, yeah. kind of uh, sex goddess, god, goddess, god, and you know, yeah, they're all playing a role to some degree. Yeah, some yeah. would say on a deeper level because yeah. they've they've never done any self work mm. on a deeper level. And you get like the Sex Pistols; they wear like, they wore very like punk sort of clothes. Yeah. Vivian Westwood. It's the designer that they wore. Oh, okay. Freddie Mercury. Freddie Mercury, he was always a great showman. Totally. Ideal, that's the the showman. Prince. Prince. Prince, yeah. For the love symbol, technically, because he changed his name. The artist formerly known as Prince. Yeah. And even Bob Dylan, in some parts, sometimes, he painted his face white and went on stage... I think what we we're arguing is that every <clears throat> artist, to some degree, is playing a character when yeah, they yeah. go on stage. Totally. Or they channel multiple. Or they channel multiple yeah. characters. Yeah. I mean, Kate Bush is a really great example. You know. Mm. Maddie, talk into the microphone. Yeah. We're on. <laughs> we're on air, and you're just like really quiet. Maddie. <laughs> no, uh, Kate Bush is a really great example of. She really takes hold of multiple different characters. Like each album is something different. Similar to like Bowie when he was going through his different decades and his metamorphosis from, you know, Ziggy Stardust through to um, what's the last one he had? It was the sort of the Black Star uh, era Mm, sort mm, of thing. mm. Um, Another great example is Peter Gabriel. He does a lot of art performance and stuff like that. I would have loved to have seen Kate Bush and uh, Peter Gabriel live um, back in the 1980s, 70s, purely because it was just more art performance than it was about the music, which Mm. I'm really into that. I dig a really beautiful performance. I mean, I'm not too keen on minimalism when it comes to acting I'd rather be all grandeur you know what I mean mm. like the full red velvet curtains and everything the glitz and the glamour you see it. you see I think there is merit to to any sort of performance whether it be the complete over the top grand performance or the the super minimal I think every <laughs> style of performing has its place in the industry oh yeah definitely and and you know on a personal note I kind of I, I I want to with my music you know um there's there's more than just standing up in front of an audience and just 
hammering on a guitar, singing mm-hmm. a song. Like for me personally, what I want to do with my music is to eventually um, have people who find it as a healing thing. Yeah, you know, and uh, can deal with whatever they're going through in life. So like, <clears throat> eventually when I go on stage, I don't want to be playing a role. I mm. just want to be completely naked. Not phys- physically. <laughs> I mean, you could do that. <laughs> but if you wanted to. <laughs> heal the world. <laughs> with my nudity. <laughs> um, but, you know, it, in terms of like no masks, no, mm. no, no performance, just there, they can see that I'm a feeling human being as well yeah and 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 they are too and you know what that i think the audience connect in a much more real way so that when they're there i would like to cultivate a spirit of you are enough yeah as a human being you are enough there's not a lot of that going about at the moment yeah 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 and and i think that sort of puts us on the opposite sides of the spectrum there in a way, where where you're going for this very real personal connection with the audience, yeah. and and I would probably go more for Maddie's grand, over the top <laughs> character performance stuff. Well, no, when I when I say that sort of stuff, I'm more thinking about you know traditional acting sort of with um back. It's obviously like Victorian times and sort of like Phantom of the Opera esque levels of dramaticism and you know intensity i like intensity yes. but at the same time it's just the over the over the top dramatics can be fun i'm not going to lie yeah. but for me it's the ball gowns and everything else i just love yeah, it yeah it's beautiful isn't it mm. when it's all synced together it's it it, it 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 takes you to another place yeah and you're like whoa and that's what i kind of want to do with my music i want to take people to different places inside them mm. and go yeah Life is good. Yeah. <laughs> Different places with nudity. Diff- <laughs> <laughs> me uh, me in a Borat uh, yeah. G-string. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Should we um, do it as a song, Ravel? Absolutely. Yeah, Maddie was talking about the beauty of live performance, and I think nothing shows that beauty more than Ravel's music. So, Ravel, what song are you going to play for um, us now? I'm going to play a song called um, Stronger Than This. And um, it's uh, one of my m- more personal songs. But, uh, yeah, I'd like to show this one. Yeah, I believe you um, told us a little bit about that song earlier. Yeah. And about the um, some of the reactions you got from yeah. crowds. Yeah, yeah, this lady came up to me um, because my friend... Um, by the way, I'm going to plug my um, my producer, Andy Headley. Makes uh, produces incredible music. I've just come from the studio now, and um, a very gifted uh, individual. And um, yeah, uh, uh, my my other friend Greg plays the violin to this track, so it just brings the emotion out. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we played it at this gig, and this lady came up to me afterwards in a veil of tears and just said thank you now where can i listen to that song again yeah. <laughs> and uh, I, I whatever she was going through i obviously helped and that was or moved her and that's when i realized um i have something to offer people you know yeah 
I would agree 100% with that, Ravel. After hearing your last song, um, that sort of does touch the heartstrings a little bit, and I'm imagining this song will be exactly the same. Absolutely. So, uh, Ravel, take it away. <coughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, Rebel. Take it away. This is strong. The secrets to your soul When did you catch the mirrors growing old? Yes, you got a long way to, to go Wait till you find out that you're stronger than this Stronger than this Stronger, stronger, stronger than me Stalk so you can grow. All the keys are inside you when you start to glow. There's nothing here that you can't discover. All around you are your sisters and your brothers Don't you keep looking back at the past Cause there's a mystery here when you start to laugh You're stronger than this Stronger than this Stronger, stronger, stronger than me. You got the plant kingdoms inside your guts There are past generations that are stuck You got the 
the plant kingdoms inside your guts There are past generations that are stuck Wait till you find out that you're stronger than this Stronger than this Stronger, stronger, stronger than this Wait till you find out that you're stronger than this Stronger than this Stronger, stronger, stronger than beautiful song that was absolutely fantastic Ravel thank you oh thanks man thank you I think that is an important message for many people to hear and I can understand why um, your lady in the crowd was so touched by that you know it's important for for a lot of people to hear that they are strong Mm. and that they can get through and um, I think the song puts that beautifully yeah especially in this this very fast-paced society, mm-hmm. you know, it's uh, it's easy to overlook your own inner strength, really is, yeah. Yeah, and I think, you know, it's been a difficult time recently for people. We, we had the pandemic <coughs> uh, with all the lockdowns, and then mm. immediately after that, it's, it's war and cost, cost of, of living. And going up. Queen. And, and Queen, yeah. yeah, even the Queen. She affected has, many people, you yeah. know. Yeah, there's 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 a lot going on in the world, and yeah, you know, it's important for people to hear that they they are strong. It does feel like for the last few years, nothing's stopped. Like it's like it's mm. everything's gone on like this sort of like steroids almost. <laughs> yeah, totally, totally yeah. disaster on steroids. <laughs> but um, so was that sort of? Did you sort of come to that song the same way you came to your other song, or was there like any? process differences with that one um <clears throat> uh y- yes and and it, it's kind of you know i think it's oscar wilde who said 
the artist writes a song, writes a poem, writes a a play, writes whatever to um, uh, 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 to get whatever's inside of them out. To reveal to reveal themselves and say right, I, whatever was inside of me at that point, I've gotten out. You know, just to get it out of you. I'm sure he said that, and that song was much more like a um, uh, me dealing with a very difficult period in my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I I was singing to myself. Okay. okay. <laughs> I didn't have anyone in mind, you know, that was, yeah. Yeah, so it's sort of like you're speaking to you. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's when he said, yeah, he wrote, artists write things to speak to themselves or something like that. To reveal art and conceal the artist or something like that. But along yeah. those lines, you know, yeah, it's very different, man. I think that makes a lot of sense. Mm. I, I I can uh, I can feel that. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I, I I get that. I I get that a lot. Um, so, so like, um, do you maybe do them with guitar or do you like to experiment with other instruments? I play ukulele. Ukulele. I play ukulele, which I can you know do later on. Um, oh, have you got the ukulele I've, with you? I've got the ukulele, and which is uh, a harmonica and oh. and a. Um, what sounds like Christmas. Oh, you got jingle bells in <laughs> there as the, well. It's the kind of bells that go on my foot to get the beat. Well, maybe maybe we could do a, a little a trio then. <laughs> like, I could jump on the harmonica. We could get Tom on the jingle bells. Do you play harmonica? I've not touched a harmonica for a while, but I could try. <laughs> wow, yeah, yeah. So, so have you ever, like, um, what is it called? Jam. Is it jam? jam. Like, where you yeah. make a song while you're just there sitting. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Well, as in, like, while you're just jamming. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, totally. Um, like I said um, earlier, man, that the songwriting is so organic. Yeah. For me, always has been. Because you, you've literally got the little paper there with loads of songs. Oh yeah, this is all my songs. Yeah. <laughs> and there's more at home, and 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 uh, I, some of them I don't even uh, look at. Yeah. Because I. You know, you know them. Well, no, not even that. Um, I'm quite self-critical. Yeah. And I, I kind of like go, well, that was so and beep beep. Mm. Uh, and, uh, you know, but I'm getting good at being able to go back to my old st- older stuff yeah. on my phone, on the paper and go, no, I'm going to build on this. This is good. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know. I think that's like with anything creative, like you, you look at your old work and you feel that horrible like sickness in like, what have I done here? Oh, totally, Thomas, totally. <laughs> oh my goodness, yeah. And and it's took me a long time to get over that. And yeah. To, even like when I'm watching myself acting, get over yourself, Ravel, and just look, how can I develop mm. that ear? Not the critical, judgmental, putting yourself down. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, we, we're, we're, we're all growing and we're all work in progress. You know, like my, 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 mm, starting out in songwriting, I didn't surround myself with healthy people, healthy minded yeah, yeah. people. And they would put me down and they would say this. 
and then I would believe it and and criticize and that voice got in but now I'm kind of like uh no I'm developing and I'm improving and I'm growing that's the mindset that's yeah. positive you know yeah yeah you can't let other people's words sort of define what you want to do mm-hmm. so it's all, and yeah. I think it's very important to be around people who are supportive because Supportive people can be critical and they can say, oh, you could improve this. But you don't want people who are just purely stop, you know, like, don't do this. Yeah. You want you want people there to help you along your journey, not to halt it. Yeah, totally. Mm. And, you know, they are hurting sick people. You know, there's there's a lot of like in terms of like, like hurting people inside and they take it out on other people, sadly. Um, But, you know, luckily enough. I now surround myself with good, positive, influential, heartfelt people. Mm. And uh, that's seeping into me now, you know. Well, going back to what you said about artists speaking to themselves with their art, I would argue that it's more important to create art that speaks to you as opposed to, you know, if you've got all these people telling you, oh, we don't like this, this is crap, but then you have made something that you truly think is amazing and you like it i think you should put it out there anyway i think if you believe in your project that's the most important thing but that belief it uh, that it is so hard to well for me personally it was really hard to cultivate because Mm -hmm. i had i had a lot of negativity a lot yeah and i kept bashing myself and I was I kept believing them and my the voices the negative voices but um, but that belief it comes as you grow as an artist mm-hmm. but when it's there whoo, it's unstoppable. Mm. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, I mean, definitely. I mean, it takes a while to break out of those sort of nasty habits, mm. and it's going to take time. I mean, for a lot of people. You know, that sort of stuff starts in high school or primary school yeah. and it, it eats into your head. It really does. And, it, you know, there's plenty of people probably still out there who don't realise that they probably need to sort some things out. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know. But as Ravel would say, you are stronger than this. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And, um, you know, you believe in your projects. Continue with them. Mm. Follow mm. your passions. Yes. Follow your dreams. And um, it's all inside you. You know, there's a lot of um, there's a lot that I like to uh, incorporate into the music: mindfulness, happiness, strength, health, and uh, incorporating into the music. You know, um, not everything has to be about limousine, drugs, mm. and uh, rock and roll, and rock yeah. and roll, which usually ends in death. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah. and alcohol you know and, and all these destructive things but yeah the the, the um, uh, meaning is something I think we are lacking in society meaning yeah yeah well anyway we will come back with more of Ravel's lovely music after some Demon FM tracks. <laughs> so uh, next up we have Live and Let Die by Paul McCartney and Wings. Oh. Welcome back to Mead and Cheese with uh, 
the wonderful Ravel, who is playing us some some great songs. Ravel, hello. What song do you have for us next? Um, <clears throat> it's the uh, first song I ever wrote on a ukulele. Nice. And I wrote it. Um, I think in the summer of twenty twenty. And I was out by the canal somewhere, you know, everything was sort of like locked down and I was doing my thing and and um, it's called One With Me and it's just about being at one with yourself or whoever you're around and, um, and uh, being accepting of letting people be whoever they are. Yeah. One With Me. Yeah. Yeah, okay. One with me by Ravel. Coming up next. Take it away, Ravel. Thank you. Japanese incense, sit with me Under the trees, nothing to remember No one to please Feel away, feel away With nothing to hide See the angels laugh Dance in the sky Look into the clouds Cause they never lie Why don't you Watching the news, that's a meaning to your life, don't throw it away. Live away, live away with all of your hearts, there's
there's a new paradigm We can all be the stars, add some meaning to your life Don't throw it away again lovely stuff lovely stuff yeah um that's a fun one to play um yeah we could probably bring you a bit closer to the mics now <laughs> since we're um yeah not har- worrying about the harmonica peaking things <laughs> anymore <laughs> yeah on on the uh the album there's actually a um a mandolin a mandolin a mandolin that my producer is going to be putting on to that track Oh, nice! And uh, and uh, yeah, just little parts because we're trying to make it sound very um, uh, kind of just to do with freedom. And yeah. a mandolin has a lot to do with freedom. <laughs> so, what was your inspiration behind that track then? Inspiration behind that track. It was. Um, sitting at the lakes with my dog and um, it was a a warm day and the inspiration was all around me the nature, the life the energy all of it, it was just around and inside me and uh, I kind of just it was going yeah I'm kind of feeling one with me at the minute and I was just there with my harmonica on the bench and uh, I gave birth to that yeah yeah so all nature my inspiration for that 
Nice. Nice. I like that. Yeah, I really liked your um your line in that there, there's nothing more worse than watching the news. <laughs> I think that's a very relatable line because the news is always awful, isn't it? Yeah, by Neg- nature. Negative. Yeah. It's always negative. They always focus on the bad stuff. Well, they've got money to be making. Yeah. And they make money out of misery. Yeah, misery sells. And misery sells. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But not not us on meat and cheese. We always try to sell the positive, don't we? Yeah, we're the happy news. Yeah, we're we're like the news, but but not sad. <laughs> <laughs> and this is why I wanted to be on here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it would be silly to do this show, meat and cheese, without asking you, Ravel, what your opinion is on cheese and what's your favourite cheese if you do have one. It's matured, matured. as I've matured. Yeah, nice. <laughs> Mature red leather <laughs> by any chance? Like my my taste buds have of you, you know taste buds change as you grow older. I'm not a vegan or a vegetarian, um, but if I was going to say one, oh, um, I mean my friend came round and he bought this Mediterranean stuff in selection, but um. Like I, I like a really strong, like if you can get above strength five. Yes. Yeah. Mature cheddar. Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. Crikey. Okay. A strong, none of this, you know, weak amateur. Yeah. Uh, cheese that's like, oh yeah, we'll give you a bit of flavour. No, I want, I want it strong and stable like a Theresa May government. <laughs> <laughs> so Rafael likes Theresa May's. <laughs> Strong and stable, mature cheddar cheese. Yep, totally. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, we found, like a lot of people like uh, cheddar cheese, and a lot like Red Leicester. Yeah, Red Leicester was actually voted as the UK's favourite cheese by the Mead and Cheese listeners. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Do you want to take a guess what cheese was the UK's favourite cheese before that? Yeah, before we did our great cheese war. Yeah. What was the UK's favourite cheese, Ravel? What do you think? Before the, the vote. Thing. Yeah, before, before, before we declared Red Leicester number one. I think it's probably going to be... Uh, it's. Is it... Why am I going towards that one? Uh, no, I don't think it's going to be that one. Uh, maybe a... What, what was your first gut instinct? I, I was going with Brie. 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 Yeah. So was br- with, it wasn't yeah. Brie. Yeah. Um... We'll give you three guesses, I think. Three, okay, right, so Brie, no. Um, oh, yeah, why am I going over there? Sorry. <laughs> uh, um, what, there's a... Uh, oh, what's that, what's that one? Um, camembert? It's not camembert. Uh, no. you got to think, like, what does the general public want? you got to think, like, the common denominator cheese, not, yeah. like... Fancy like I know, I'm cheese fancy. expert yeah. cheeses. <laughs> it shows my taste. What does the general public <laughs> think yeah. is the best cheese? The general pub. Oh god, the public. Um, what do the public like? Um, <laughs> uh, so maybe a uh, um, uh, a bland. Yeah. Along those lines, <laughs> you, you, you get in there. Yeah, bland. A tasteless. Yeah, a plastic. Yo, yeah. Uh, oh, very hot. 
Oh, yeah, you're very close. Is it a um? Is it, is it is it is it is it uh? You might have already said it. Mature. It's not mature. It's not mature. It's not mature. Again, it's go go back to the bland, plastic, plastic. you oh, know, is, tasteless. Is it like cheese. the rubber stuff? Yeah, it's the yeah. rubber Out stuff. Out of the plastic. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. the plastic that cheese. Was, <laughs> 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 and it's not even cheese. Well, it is cheese. It's not. It's just very processed. It's very cheese. processed. That is horrific. That was the UK's favourite, according to a Food Hub survey. Our taste buds are getting are declining. <laughs> I I did. I yeah, like. I, I think the top three was like what it was the processed cheese slice, and then it was like cheddar and mozzarella. Yeah, I, I think my dog would even reject that kind of plastic cheese. cheese. Yeah, I mean, I like <laughs> it on a burger. I don't like it just as a cheese. Though. I wouldn't say it's a. It just has a very specific purpose, which is... You wouldn't get it out at a wine and cheese party. Yeah. Here's a fine plastic process. Yeah, but this is why we say you've got to think like, you know, general public, mm. what, you know, the average Joe is picking as their What favorite. are they putting yeah, it on? Why? That's what I didn't get. Like, What are they putting it on? Like, Burgers. But, just... Yeah, but how often they're having barbecues? Yeah. Well, you see, yeah. this is the problem, isn't it? Like, the survey was done by Food Hub. So they're asking people what their favourite cheese is for a takeaway, probably. I don't know, because I would have thought it would just be what's your favourite cheese. Yeah. Red Leicester was in the top ten, wasn't it? Yeah. For that list. I mean, I, I could get mozzarella. Love mozzarella. Yeah, mozzarella and cheddar, I mm. would expect to be the top two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not processed. Yeah, Cannonberry is great. Yeah, Cannonberry. <laughs> What's Cannonberry? Cannonberry, you know the one. Cannonberry. Yeah, the one. The cheese with like the little berries. Oh it. yeah, apricots. Yeah, you can yeah. Get, you get apricots one, in those what, as what's well. The, what, what's, what, what fruit is it in Cannonberry? Um, I think it's just like chunks of cannonballs, isn't it? Yeah. Some people call it Cannonbear. Yeah. Some people can- call it Cannonbear. <laughs> <laughs> you can get in out out of your Lidl's. Other shopping malls are, are available. Um, We're well, not the BBC. Oh, okay, that's that. good. Okay, well, uh, you know, um, you can get there uh, this like this this tray that comes out at Christmas time. Yeah, and uh, you just melt it, and then you've got the bread, and you've got like mm. oh, it's. I think I know what you mean. It's I think nice. I've had them before. Well, we were talking last year, wasn't we, when we first started this show mm. about doing a mead and cheese Christmas hamper? Yes. So maybe this is the year to debut that. Possibly, yeah. We've got a few months. I'll yeah, com- I'll come back. Yeah. yeah, we could get some some nice cheeses. Throw in, you know, the UK's favourite, Red Leicester, <laughs> and not the UK's former favourite, the processed yeah, slice. Yeah. No, we say we'll we'll have a selection of the UK's favourite cheese and just have like different versions of plastic cheese <laughs> <laughs> in a little hamper <laughs> from each country. Yeah, yeah, from each yeah. Country. What 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 mead would we put in? Like just the cheapest mead we can get our hands on christmas meat oh yeah, yeah. no we'll if, put... we, if we're putting it with the plastic cheese you'd have to get that harvest gold mead in there yeah the harvest gold mead um i don't drink anymore yeah um because it was just yeah it was too much it was like mm. i couldn't cope with the bloody hangovers but um i remember having mead for the first time and uh it was a guy who lived on a boat and i was out by the canal and uh, we were just chilling. He says, you want some of this? <laughs> <laughs> and I said, what is it? It's mead. 
best kind of booze in the land. I feel like that's me yeah, when I'm yeah. when I'm an old man. Was there any chance of that man blonde? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. But yeah, isn't it just like port? It's it's, it's um it's, it's like a honey drink. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. It's it's, it, in it's the, quite sweet. In Morrison's, it's always like near port and sherries. Mm. Like, but I feel like it's like miscalculus. Like, you know, yeah. they've not really got its own aisle or section. Uh, I'd say it's more similar to a wine, isn't it, than anything yeah. else? Less strong than port. It's it's around the same strength as well, a strong wine. It depends yeah. what what yeah like what time you can get like different variations. Like we've had some very strong ones. Yeah, there's I think the strongest <laughs> ones we've had on. How strong are you talking? Strongest like? ones we've had on are about twenty percent. Wow. Well, what was the one from York? The Nidhogger. Yeah. That was about twenty percent, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and then you know normally it's about fifteen percent. The Lime Bay Winery one is fourteen and a half percent. Yeah. Uh, but then you could get some weaker ones, like Moon Honey Mead. That's about 4%, isn't it? So that's closer to, like, a beer Wow. in strength. Wow. But, yeah, the mead, it's it can be the strongest drink, or it could be the weakest drink. Depends what mead it's you get. It's always the best drink, though. But it's always the best drink. And honey, yeah. So are you a big fan of honey, Ravel? I mean, yeah. I, at night time, to try and... Uh, sleep, you know, one of those kind of nighttime drinks. I have like a chamomile or yeah. an or a Horlicks, and like kind of put some honey in the in the in the chamomile. Yeah. Oh, okay. I've started doing Love that with Horlicks. coffee. Yeah. Now I've switched yeah. out sugar for honey just because there's just honey in the cupboard and there's no sugar. Yeah, and it tastes good, right? It's nice. Yeah, it's nice, particularly if you mix it in properly. Speaking of things you have before bed, Ravel. Yeah. Cheese. A lot of people believe that cheese causes nightmares if you have it before bed. What's your take on that? Um, I believe <clears throat> it, I, mm, nightmares I don't know about, but an upset stomach I do know about. Yeah. Yeah, it's given me, like, cramps before and, like, restlessness. Yeah. Like, what, my gut's going, why did you eat that just before trying to... Well, maybe that's where the sure. nightmares come from. Because if you're if you're restless and Feeling you've got an upset sick. stomach, your mm. brain subconsciously is probably going to have bad thoughts in its sleep as opposed to nice thoughts. I'll tell you what it is for me: yeah. pizza. Like if I have pizza, for again, that's I cheese, isn't it? Awful. Yeah. Like it's before bed. Yeah, like sometimes we go yeah. a night out, and I have like we have like a pizza, or you know, and I always just feel awful after pizza. I've re- realised after. Uh, last year. The worst stomachache I ever had. Ever. I think it was after the uh, Great Cheese War finale. This is Lester's Cheese. It is 6pm. It is 6pm. The worst stomachache I ever had, had, I think it was after the Great Cheese War finale. Mm-hmm. Because uh, we had Connor on and we were drinking lots of Fjord Mead. But I also, if you remember, brought a whole block of Red Leicester into the studio and I ate the whole block to myself as in with crackers or just just, just on its own just like like a chocolate bar I think it was yeah wow and you know a whole block of cheese and a few bottles of mead 
don't mix well. <laughs> maybe maybe these two things aren't that great. <laughs> I mean, they are great together. My stomach just, is curdling at the sound just, of just, that. Just not a whole block, I don't think. Like, a few slices <clears throat> on some crackers, like Ravel says. Yeah, crackers, yeah. Not gnawing on it as if it's kind of a bounty bar. You know? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Christ. No. No, absolutely not. I mean, I cook a lot, like with cheese. You know, goes nice on the spaghetti bolognese, or I like uh, the um, mozzarella. Mm. Um, yeah, I've got a question for you, Ravel. Certainly. You spoke earlier about performing at a vegan food festival. Yeah. Uh, did you try any nice vegan cheeses while you were there? Um, no, but they. I think they were on offer. Mm. Yeah. I think they were. There was lots of alternatives, um, but I had, I had a vegan sausage roll. Were there yeah. any vegan mead alternatives? Uh, no. No. <laughs> no. You see, this is the debate we, we often have on this show, is whether a vegan mead alternative actually exists <laughs> and whether it's possible. Mead. <laughs> as you, call, as you very, coined it. <laughs> very sharp. Bead. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, so I was wow. doing some research because we suggested before doing a vegan mead alternative with agave, didn't we? Yeah, and there was maple as well, wasn't there? Maple, yeah, golden syrup, what, whatever vegan <laughs> syrup, honey alternative you can use. <laughs> but um, yeah, I was doing some research and alcohol made with agave is mezcal, isn't it? I wouldn't know. It's It's a Mexican spirit oh okay uh but doing the research into it i find that it's not a sweet drink it's more bitter mm. it's ah. like a tequila so tequila is also sweeteners it, so tequila is the vegan mead alternative okay interesting fact yes um anthony hopkins uh his chosen drink of choice was tequila nice he'd just drink it and eat yeah i suppose you'd probably have to get a um a weaker tequila wouldn't you to yeah. emulate mead yeah tequila is an awful drink <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> maddie always drinks it oh my and, goodness and it always ends up with her throwing up to be of, blunt of course <laughs> what else what other outcome do you want uh, gonna uh, write a ten thousand word essay on that no <laughs> <laughs> But what we what we might do is approach some uh, mead makers and see if any of them are interested in trying to produce a vegan alternative to mead. That'd be interesting, wouldn't it? It'd be nice to to see if it is possible for one, because yeah. there's not much research about it online. There's not many people who have asked the question. It is very lacking, and I think it's because you know <clears throat> mead is quite a niche drink, so vegan mead would be very very niche. Mm. Mm. Um, well, interestingly, yeah. you know, the IPAs, my friend told me that, uh, like, IPAs, they were not a popular drink back in the 60s and 70s. No, yeah. 80s. They were not popular. That was considered an old man's drink. And now, if you see what the market have done, yeah, yeah. they've branded it as the young people's drink, like, with the fancy cans and... Well, that's sort of what we're doing with mead right now, isn't it? We're trying to make it more of a young person's yeah. drink. It's it's getting a bit of a student movement behind it. It's becoming a student's drink. 
at DMU. Did you guys like mead before this program, or did you? Well, well, <laughs> I, I'll tell you how me and Corey met. Um, <laughs> so, please uh, tell me about mead and cheese. <laughs> so he, so we was on this sort of Halloween social. I, I, Maddie knew him from somewhere. And he just kept coming up to me saying, I've got a spare bedroom in my house. Do you want to come round and drink mead? I was like, I don't know what mead is. <laughs> Leave me alone. It's <laughs> like, you've got to drink mead. And he was going up to the bar. Do you have mead? <coughs> I was like, no, we don't have mead. Wow. <laughs> and then well, then he then he come, ends up back at mine. He starts belly dancing. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah. It, 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 it was slaughtered and we put on Attack of the Clones. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> then he went outside and got pizza topless wow um and then next day maddie organized like a double date thing and i was like what why are you doing this maddie? yeah and then and then then we tried to meet i was like actually this is really nice it wasn't like a nice drink and then <laughs> and then we then we decided just randomly to do a radio show and run with it around last christmas and yeah, yeah. um then we there you go. That's the rest the, is history. The rest yeah. is history. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, before the show, we didn't really know each other that well, did we? Not really. No, we. I spoke to you a few times, um, but yeah, it was it was just sort of like w- Maddie was station manager, just became station manager. She was trying to get more people doing shows and like a bit more. Uh, before like last year, it was all very like m- you know like morning songs, you know breakfast hour, mm. very sort of like typical radio shows and one thing she kind of wanted to do was get a bit more creative with that like yeah. he had a movie yeah. quiz show which was really interesting oh the dmc yeah like yeah, one yeah. what was like where you put in like confessions it was like a confessions hour auntie hour i think it was called and yeah it was yeah. all about your confessions it, just making it a bit more interesting and we decided we'll go all out and do like a show about mead and cheese i like that auntie hour and you sort of confess. Yeah. <laughs> That's brilliant. Yeah. And there was one show that was like D&D Live by our schedule manager, which was really fun because it would just, you'd come in here for an hour and you'd just do D&D. Yeah. And each week it was like, and it was like quite immersive. And I'd never done it before um, radio. But yeah, there was quite, like, quite a new lot of wave of interest in shows this year. Yeah, I agree. And I think, you know, we are student media. We're not like a big corporation like the BBC. I think we, while we're involved with student media, we should have that freedom to be a bit more creative with it. Yeah, yeah. You know, let's not have this rigid corporate structure where it's like, no, you need to have a show that sticks to this particular mould. Fit into this box. Yeah. I think, you know, if someone comes to the station manager and says I want to do a show about mead and cheese <laughs> they should be allowed to do that yes absolutely Eventually, that would just be the mould <laughs> yeah the mould will be mead and cheese we've had a few people try to copy it, haven't we? we've had vodka and crisps yeah we've had cider and biscuits <laughs> as in other stations as in on yeah. this station people have tried to take over our show with, with new names right <laughs> But uh, this is what's stuck, isn't it, Tom? Yeah, this is what's stuck. <laughs> Vodka and crisps. Yeah. But uh, anyway, yeah. we're going to go to a quick song break. Yes. And then and shall we do another song of Ravel's? If Ravel has more songs yeah. to play. I have thousands. Thousands. More Ravel coming yeah. up after a short break. 
This is Leicester's Student Sound. Demon FM. Welcome back to Mead and Cheese, where we have the wonderful Ravel, also known as Chocolate Homunculus. Uh, that's... <clears throat> That was my name on YouTube. (laughs) That is my YouTube name, which is Riverboy Ravel. Riverboy Ravel. That's my YouTube, and Lord Curly King is my Instagram. Okay. And my album will be put on the YouTube. Oh, yeah, Riverboy Ravel. So you really like your rivers and canals then? Love them. Love them. Love them. Nice. Me and my dog went to uh, many times this summer. Cycled all the way to Foxton Locks. I could imagine you living on a canal boat, you know. What does it? Is it the waist jacket? Maybe the, the the waistcoat. Give it away. Me and Tom have often spoke about moving onto a canal boat. Haven't yeah, we? it's hard work. Yeah, a lot of money. Yeah, mm, I was looking. Simple. I was looking at them online. They're like forty grand to like buy one. Yep. And I was like, because I thought like it's cheap. Apparently, in London, it's cheaper to live in a canal boat than pay rent. Mm. Because rent's really expensive there. That makes sense, yeah. But um, then you have to get the canal boat, which are forty grand. River, river tax. Yeah, river tax. Yeah, apparently river tax is cheaper than um, right. the rent. But I don't know what river tax it is. More in fees as well, as well. More in yeah, more in fees. If if you stay at that place for longer than two weeks, yeah. So what you've got to do is be constantly moving around. Yeah. Yep. On. Yep. Totally. That's what yeah. I say. But then what you have to do then is I was talking because my mate um, was thinking about getting like a cheap one because he knew someone was selling them, um, and he said I, I was really confused because like you go obviously you stay somewhere two weeks but then you've got to go back if you have a car and then drive your car up to where you went as well and park it. Yeah. Wow. And that sounds just hassle. You'd, yeah. Could you <clears throat> if you live with your partner? Could you not just have the partner? drive the canal boat maybe and you you drive the car yeah or something like that (laughs) drive the canal boat is probably not the right terminology but yeah sail it it would be sail it sail yeah just get a big big stick and row it (laughs) they are beautiful they are nice they are beautiful things but my god they need a lot of work you ever watch Rosie and Jim absolutely yeah Driving along on the old rag doll. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> Man, I loved that show as a kid. Yeah. Legends. Absolute legends. And you know you know Dick and Dom? Yeah. You know that they're like going to festivals and stuff nowadays and as Dick and Dom and being DJs. Yeah. yeah. I think that's great. I think we should invite them on the show. They liked one of our tweets once, didn't they? I think they'd come on. Hmm. I think so. But anyway, enough about canals. We'll get back onto that later. (laughs) Ravel, you have any songs about canals? Um, about canals. Uh, no. (laughs) No. (laughs) Um, but you know, I guess. Imagine this one's about a canal. Yes, we will imagine this song's about a canal. Ravel, what are you going to play for us right now? Now this one is um <clears throat> it's called Wish They Taught Me That in School. 
Yeah, I wish they taught me about canals in school. Uh, yeah, I wish they taught me a lot of things in yeah. school. Um, but uh, yeah, this is about uh, you know dealing with your thoughts, dealing with your emotions, dealing with these things that school never prepares you for. Yeah, you know, you're just thrown into the circus that is society without any help, and. Um, what this is about There's something bothering me, can't work it out I guess I need to sleep it off, mine's on the run Things come around in full circle, they do I guess I need to wait my turn, just wait my turn Patience is a skill that I'm working on Because I want it all now Want it all now <clears throat> Mask after mask just keeps on falling down I didn't know I had these Know I had these Don't listen to those thoughts that bring you down that told me that at school Told me that at school Just let those feelings fly and flutter through I wish they'd tell me that in school Told me that in school I just want to stay inside my covers today But I gotta go out and play Adventures today Everyone's angry about politics But it don't bother me that much Bother me that much <clears throat> I see people rushing around every day Everyone's in their own universe Their own universe Just keeps on falling down I didn't know I had these No, I had these No, listen to those thoughts that bring you down I wish they'd tell me that at school Tell me that at school Just let those feelings fly and flutter through I wish they'd tell me that at school Tell me that at school All the things I needed to learn I'm learning on my own The things they teach you at school was never really that good tools, 
just gotta let it go I just gotta let it, gotta let it go Mask after mask just keeps on falling down I didn't know I had these No, I had Tell me that at school Tell me that at school Don't listen to those thoughts that bring you down I wish that tell me that at school Tell me that at school Lovely, lovely stuff I liked it. There's a lot I wish they'd taught us at school. And I think, you know, knowing that you you have the power and that you can be driven to do anything is one of the most important things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I, I believe that everyone has the potential to achieve greatness. It's just about having that belief in yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And unlocking it. Exactly. Unlocking your own potential. Yeah. And um, I'm a firm believer that the true potential is inside. It's inside. Um, We've all got good in us. We've all got bad in us. You know, we're not perfect creatures, but it's about hammering at the good parts. Yeah. You know. Absolutely. I think it's John Lennon that said... We've all got Hitler in us, and we've all got Christ in us, and it's just about <laughs> becoming a bit more Christ-like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's one way of putting it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. We've all we've all got Stalin in us. We've all got Ravel in us. It's just about oh. being more Ravel-like. Oh, work in progress, baby. Work in progress. <laughs> so what would you say one thing that you didn't learn at school, which you kind of wish you did? Yeah. I'd say French. <laughs> French. <laughs> no, that's a joke. <laughs> I surrender. Um, that's quite a heavy question. Uh, there's multiple things. That, But I think perhaps the one thing is that you, who you are as a human being, is enough. Yeah. Who you are, Ravel, Thomas, I've forgotten your name, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Corey. Corey. Corey, who you are in the depth 
of your uh, being, who you are, that is enough. Because we're all ordinary human beings. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. And I think sense. if they teach that, there'll be a little less separateness. You know. Um, yeah. Togetherness. I think, like from school, like it's all very focused very early on on examinations. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like particularly during them years before GCSE, even in primary school. Uh, I don't know if you had. Did you have SATs? Oh yeah. Yeah. How old do you think I am? I don't know because like they they have. <laughs> do you have SATs in your day? Well, they they had it for a few years and then they took it. They don't have it anymore, do they? Yeah, SATs. Did you have SATs, old bean? Yeah. <laughs> did you have SATs or? <laughs> Um, actually, no. Back in my day, we just had the cane and we got it wrong. They whipped us, <laughs> whipped us into submission. Uh, they probably drank a lot of mead back in your day then. Yeah, totally. <laughs> but yeah, like mm. they get you through that, don't they? They get you through like sats and then then you go to like GCSEs. And it's just like... And mocks. Mocks, yes. All mocks, of these mock. Mock exams. You and know. throughout all of that, I just kept thinking, what a thick potato I really am. <laughs> <laughs> they do make you feel a bit stupid. Totally. Like, I, I totally. felt stupid. I mean, not if you get them right. Well, yeah, but yeah. I don't. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm not one of these. You know, I, 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 I was never academic. I was yeah. never academic. And actually, I've discovered a few things about my mental health. I have uh, ADHD. Um, that I uh, recently, about three months ago, found out. And I was just branded a hyper kid. Yeah, yeah, that and just happened, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, just a hyper kid. I mean, I was bouncing off the walls yeah. and talking in orc language, speaking so fast. <laughs> uh, but, like, you know, uh, yeah, uncovering new parts about myself, you know, and going, oh, that's why I was like that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I think you do that, don't you? As you get older, you discover more things about yourself and everything sort of just starts to click into place and you're like, yeah, that makes sense now. Mm. Yeah. Like, I knew for a very long time I was dyslexic. It was obvious. I couldn't mm. spell and I could yeah. hardly read. But reading got better every time, but spelling's always been bad. But like when I came, I, I never had like, in primary school, I never had any like formal tests. They just said, oh yeah, your kid, he's got dyslexic tendencies. Yeah. He's obviously dyslexic, but we're not going to put him through any tests for it and um, because they just don't at that um but when i went to uni uni they did like the free dyslexia test um so i did that just you know because i wanted to get it on paper mm. um also you get like if you're dyslexic you get extra time and exams and stuff and i needed that yeah. stuff yeah. but when i when i did that i also found out i was dyspraxic which is basically um, your hand-eye coordination yeah. is all a bit clum- basically clumsiness yeah. and and like your navigation skills and I thought like, I was awful at all them things like, I'm always like tripping up a bit and apparently that's all down to like this other thing yeah. and I was like wow that's mental like, and then I looked it up and I was like read like everything about dyspraxia and I was like never heard of the word before I was like oh my god this is just like like everything of these on this list is like a trait of me yeah and it's mad that to think you can go through so long like and then find out something it's quite revealing isn't it like, i suppose maybe you had something like that a few months back i mean yeah <clears throat> uh, there's there's just certain things like you say tom about myself 
that I was going right. Yeah, I've I've got to. I've got to have got it because I was doing stuff that was just peculiar, you know, forgetfulness all the time on not on time and I also yeah discovered this discalcula as well. Yes, yes. With numbers and I uncovered I've got that and dyslexia and it's uh you know, I always wondered why um I was weird with numbers. Why would I get anxiety when someone in a shop says, yeah, it's this much? And I'd instead of getting out five pound note, I'd give a 20 pound note <laughs> by accident because I'd, I'd be like, um, I'd be like panicking sometimes. Just the numbers. Are, yeah, numbers. Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, yeah. And it's not a bad thing. Yeah, that's why it's great now when, um, you know, tills can work out everything for you nowadays. Yeah. Um, I remember once at the pub I worked at, before I worked at the cinema, um, I think the till stopped working or something, and I had to work out people's change uh, myself, and it was a nightmare. It, it took so long. <laughs> I had to, like, go grab a calculator. Yeah. Totally. And I was like, look, I'm sorry, but, you know, I, I'm not used to doing this. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I, I, <clears throat> I'm not ashamed to admit that I was in bottom set for everything. I was too. And I I I I, I was ne I was always comparing myself to the other kids. I have got very intelligent friends who I'm still close friends with who are incredibly intelligent in the you know, in that kind of field. But I was constantly comparing myself mm. it, all it, the time. It's hard it's it's difficult because they rank the sets that you cause it's like it's not like sets it's like you, this is top set this is middle set and your bottom set mm. and yeah. it's like um it's like you can't even access it's because there's two papers there's like the i can't remember if one's it's, like foundation higher and foundation yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah and i could never like for english and maths i was always like foundation paper i just let's say i was, had no chance really with english um but like i was always in bottom sets of math because i'm terrible at it yeah but it, it, it does make you feel like you know because you make a lot of effort as well. Like even if you make effort, it makes you feel like you've not made enough of us as a people. When yep, yep, totally. But like, there's certain subjects I did like quite well in, like media studies. Yeah, I really enjoyed that. That was like the one subject I did really well in was media. But everything else, I did pretty much average or below average. And in connection with that, I did well in English because yeah. we did a play. Okay, and yeah. that was connected with acting, nice. and so my some part of my brain was going, and it, mm, I'm just not that interested in maths. <laughs> I'm just not <laughs> interested. But if I am interested, a light bulb goes up and it goes, oh yeah, characters, yeah 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 yeah, and then I could apply myself to that. Yeah, yeah, um, you sort of get fixated on like one specific area. Yeah, and that's that's how I was. Um, like like say it was like making. Uh, anything about media i was like oh yeah i'll play with that camera all day like, i was really fixated on it but like math stuff like, oh this is it just hurt it hurt my brain <laughs> that's the thing it's yes. not it, it's not like yes. it's not it's something physical like doing maths is is like t so tiring but like when i was doing anything to do with like media or anything like that i like i was really engaged and interested and enjoying it and I, I were you like did you find that similar like when you're doing your playwriting that you were when when I was interested in it, yeah. Like, did you find like maths tiring or? Oh, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. I, I I was thinking, sat there thinking, what the hell am I doing here? Yeah, 
what is what is what is she speaking what foreign language is she speaking that maths teacher and uh i just you know i've got a friend who is a maths teacher now yeah he's a maths teacher um and it's like wow um i i had no interest and that's okay it just wasn't the field i wanted to go down yeah um i i can count money now i can mm, i struggle with the time but you know yeah who needs to do pi well decimal divided you know know, if you want to tell the time there's this thing called a sundial right and there's a (laughs) massive sundial in a town called sutton in ashfield it's actually the largest sundial in europe Wow. And it tells the time off of the sun, and it's amazing. Brilliant. Yeah. Brilliant. So, uh, you know, if you ever want to know the time, just get yourself over to Sutton in Ashfield, go have a look at uh, the sundial, and you'll know the time, just providing the sun's out. Sutton in Ashfield? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. So next time you're like, oh, what's the time? Get the train. Get the train. And it's like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is I'm here. Time. Oh, now I know the time. Oh, and there's no more trains. <laughs> okay. Yeah, now it's midnight. <laughs> yeah. Guess I'm guess I'm in Sutton for the night. How would you know it's midnight though? Because if the sun's not out, you can't tell the I time. I think that's just an educated guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah. half the day you can tell the time. You could tell the time, providing it's sunny. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not very good in the winter then. No, not really. Not if it's cloudy. No. I've got a track, a new track, oh. that is not on the album, but I'm working on it, and it's called The Future Is Now. Okay. Is it about sundials? No, but it's about time, really. And nice. it's about being pre- in the present moment and realising the present moment is where our peace is and the fullness of life is mm. now. Nice. Nice. And yeah, man. Do you want to play it for us? I'd love to. Yeah, okay. we'd love to hear it. This is a never before heard. Oh, it's a debut. Oh, a debut. I love a debut. <laughs> we do love a debut. Um, All right. So, uh, yeah. I really do love how I have it all on like paper. So I think that's yeah, so yeah. cool. Oh yeah, absolutely. I, I love I love writing down. I've got a friend who's a, a pen addict. Yeah, and uh, he he sort of gave to me like a, a love of. Of pens. No, I, and to be honest, I've always loved it, you know. Yeah. I've always loved the writing stuff down. Do you have, like, a special place where you put them, like, so they don't get lost, or...? Um, what, my notepads? Yeah, and, like, your notes. Uh, yeah, kind of. You know, I'm one of those artists that kind of leaves things around. <laughs> so that's um, me. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I, I'm a messy artist, so yeah. I'm, I'm trying to sound that I am, but I'm not. I have lyrics in the fridge. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so this is the future. Future is now. The future is now. <clears throat> and it's about putting all your eggs in the now.
Yes, you can change your life in many ways. Change it for the good. You're strong. You're light. You got the light deep inside your bones. Stay tough when us shine your candles. Give yourself a break. All through your life. You're told you ain't right, wiser than you think. Yeah, nothing here can't be done. Yeah, nothing here can't be done. Yeah, nothing here can't be done. Can we give this up? Things that are bringing us down. Can we live our lives like the future is now? Is now? Is now? Different ways, how to ride the waves anytime is now. The earth receives your thoughts in the breeze. Hear the trees they speak. The sun gives light to your. In a life, watch your thoughts they dance. We're not robots. We got a lot of purposes to glow. Yeah, nothing here can't be done. Yeah, nothing here can't be done. Yeah, nothing here can't be done. Can we give this these things that are bringing us down? Can we live our lives like the future is now? We'll find out when we're old that we too have a glow. We'll find out when we're old that we too have a glow. We'll find out when we're old that we too have a glow. We'll find out when we're old that we too have a glow. Yeah, nothing here can't be done. Yeah, nothing here can't be done. Yeah, nothing here can't be done.
have that glow inside of us yes yes absolutely yes yes we do brother this goes back to what we were saying earlier about demon media we aren't you know a corporate structure we are student media and we believe that everyone has the glow inside them as said in your song and that everyone should have the creative freedom to follow their passions and come up with these bold new ideas yes Yes, um, as Bob Dylan says, uh, well, we're all just sort of infinite spirits. Yeah. Carrying around a suit of skin, man. Carrying around a suit of skin. And we're just borrowing this for the time being, man. Yeah. That's all we are, we're just borrowing this. And it's that potential, you know, the spirit. I'm not religious, but I'm, I'm, I'm greatly spiritual in my um, beliefs. Mm. That we are divine, and uh, this is a very temporary experience, and uh, we're here to have some fun and enjoy our lives. Life's too short to not have fun. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yes, totally, man. So go have that pizza. <laughs> go have that pizza. And, and some comedian, I think it's Tim Dillon. He's a great comedian. Yeah. Um, it's like friends with Joe Rogan and all that stuff. What do you mean life's too short? Life's one of the longest things on planet Earth. <laughs> drags on like ever. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, there are two perspectives, aren't oh, there? That's yeah, definitely absolutely. one way of looking at it. Once it's really long, <laughs> once it's really short. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I like to say it's fairly long, though, isn't it? Mm. Like, it's short, yeah. yeah cool. But like... You know, it's all about perspective, though, isn't I mean, it? Totally. G- going back to an exam, yeah. now they are long. Yeah. Oh, exams. Yeah. 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 You can be like, I remember. It feels like you're in there forever. Or yeah. when you're in the maths class. <laughs> forever. Maths. Yeah. It's well, eternal. <laughs> it's 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 a torture chamber. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's nothing worse than being sat in your A-level biology exam mm. and the fire alarm goes off. Wow. So th- this actually happened to me. I was doing my A-level biology exam, and in in 
biology. There was only me and one other student, and his name was uh, Regan. So the fire alarm goes off, and we aren't allowed to look at each other or say a word to anyone. So we are escorted out the building by the invigilators, and we are, like, put in our own little corner, just stood there, not allowed to talk to anyone outside. It was quite miserable. I just had to stand there like a statue, and obviously me, I'm quite a sociable guy. What? I was, I was quite well known around the school. I'd have, like, you know, year sevens running up to me, like, uh, yo, Corey, how you doing? And I'd just have to stand there, not look at them, or say a word. I'd just be like, uh, yeah. What kind of Hitler youth school did you go to? <laughs> <laughs> I was in exam conditions. Tom, you know what exam conditions Horrible. are like. Horrible. Yeah. I never had to go out of an exam because of a fire alarm, though. I never experienced that. No, could you imagine all of your friends coming up to you to say hi, and the, in- the invigilator staring at you <laughs> to see if you look at them or say a word yeah. to them? I once got pulled out of an exam. a shotgun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the only time I've been questioned on my truth with examinations is when I was in... Um, oh, I've got a good story. GCSE. It was one of these exams, and at the end they asked me, this was for my GCSE, they was like, hey, can you come in here, please? We need to have a talk to you outside. Um, and I went into this back room, and I was like, yeah, what's up? And they pulled out my exam, and they was like... Has someone else been writing the answering these questions for you? <laughs> and what it is, is as a dyslexic person and as someone, my handwriting changes from time to time. It can be very Completely. neat. And then it can be scruffy. Look at yeah. this. It's all different. Well, that yeah, makes exactly. sense, doesn't it? Like, at the start yeah. of the exam, you know, you, you're writing in your neatest handwriting. Yeah. And then as the timer goes down, you're just starting yeah. to rush so, it a bit more. Well, I was a bit back and forth. Yeah, yeah. And it goes from one extreme to the other. And it's like, is this your handwriting or did someone come and write this? I was like, you've just been in that room for an hour. Did you see anyone come over and write <laughs> <laughs> with, like, a quill and a different handwriting? I was like, my hand gets tired. I write in different ways. I can write both ways. Give me a pen and paper and I'll prove it. <laughs> like, that was the only time. And it's like, okay, yeah, fair play. You know. Yeah, my hands got tired. So, you know, I took my shoe off and I started writing with my feet. <laughs> <laughs> so I've got a good story that I don't think I've ever revealed. Go oh, on. a debut story. Um, right, so it was a history exam. And, you know, I, I never followed the rules in school. I thought school was a joke. Yeah. I, I really did. I didn't... Oh, my God. Are you recording this? I say this. I'm like... <laughs> Do you know me? Oh, I mean, you're I'm, live on radio. Oh, my God. Oh, I yeah. forget that. Yeah. <laughs> you do forget, don't you? Yeah, this, yeah. this is a very chilled out show, isn't it? So yeah. people, you know, they'll reveal their deeper <laughs> secrets live to like, our audience of like 5,000 a... plus. <laughs> Shit. Excuse me. Oh, excuse me. Oh, we've got to read the apology now. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. So it was very quiet. Yeah. Should, should we get the apology, get Ravel to read it out? The, the, no, the apology's good fun, Ravel. I Ravelle. don't think they heard it. Right, no, we'll do it all together, Yeah, Ravelle. we'll do it all together. Yeah, we'll do it together. Yeah. So, uh, Tom, if you want to go round to Ravel's side... Okay. <laughs> How long is this? Wait, what page is it? I don't do wanna, know. They've moved we... things around, haven't they? How long? Oh, my God. What page are we on, Tom? Ah, uh, there you go. Page um, 11. Page el- no. Oh, I'm way past it. Yeah. I'm on page, like, 16. Okay, yeah, yeah. Are we, re- are we ready? <laughs> right, so... Right, I'm going gonna, gonna to put you guys in the uh, the right ear. Yeah. 
and I'm going to be in the left ear. Okay. okay. All right. I, I do sincerely apologise for any offence that was caused by my use of language, the language used within the song. I would like to highlight that my language, the language heard, does not reflect the views, opinions, or stance of Demon FM. Sorry once again. Let's move on with the show. Continue the show and do not refer to incident again. Right. <laughs> Crikey. We'll, we'll we, let you continue with your story now, River. Yeah. So the story goes, I cheated. <gasps> you cheat? I oh. cheated. And uh, it was it was a history exam. It okay. was in the classroom. I don't know if it was a mock. I'm not sure. But Let's uh, say for, for the purposes <laughs> of legality that it was a mock. Yeah. It was a mock. So, yeah. that, no, no, oh, it was so totally... that your results don't get taken away from you. Oh, no. I aren't no right. Let me finish the story. <laughs> so, um, I was copying the, this girl, and uh, I was thinking, yeah, I, I, you know, I was an idiot back then. I was a real idiot. Uh-huh. Like I, I was honestly out of my mind. I just didn't care. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. Th- I, I was going around saying, "Yes, Hollywood is going to collect me any minute now." <laughs> I, this doesn't matter. None of this applies to me. <laughs> I mean, I believe it to be honest. You, you feel like someone who could be in a Hollywood production. Oh, thank you, brother. That means a lot. I'd, I'd like to see like a limousine come up and say, yeah. "Well, we're yeah. going to Hollywood." No, private jet. My chauffeur <laughs> is uh, texting at the moment. So anyway, uh, what happened was my teacher. I won't say his name. We'll call him John. For John. The purposes John. Of this. Yeah. Uh, and uh, came up to me like I think after the lesson and said, um, "Rob can have a word." Yeah. And uh, I started to get the sweats and the fear. And he says, uh, "So what are you playing at?" And I said, w- "What do you mean?" He says, "You copied word for word the exam paper word." word what are you playing at I says I know you copied says, and I was trying to even get out of it then I says no no I I think I think I was and he just he just knew you know and uh, yeah I got a big fat F crikey that's not yeah. what you want and it? I think it was a mock because he mocked them yeah, yeah if yeah, it was it him been. telling you it would have been a mock yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. but you know here I'm still standing. Well, you see, on this show we hate plagiarism. Oh, sh- yeah. <laughs> oh bugger. <laughs> we, we hate plagiarism, and we would never plagiarise anything, would we, Tom? No, nothing. Which is why, Ravel, we would like you to play one of our original segments called Pitch Invasion. Pitch Invasion is a game where you must pitch to us an idea that we want you to pitch to us. You will have two minutes. We can jump in at any time by saying the words pitch invasion to ask you a question about your pitch or to invade the pitch with new (laughs) ideas that we have come up with ourselves. Interesting. Yeah, so, Tom, what should Ravel pitch to us? I don't know. He sort of threw this one out of of (laughs) nowhere. Um, I'm not sure. Have you got any ideas? Something exam or school related? You should pitch to us, Ravel, a suitable punishment... For copying someone else's paper in an exam. How does that sound? A suitable punishment. Yeah, a suitable Wait, punishment. I, I, 
What's the rules of the game? Okay, so you have two minutes <laughs> yeah. to pitch to us the new punishment for copying in an exam. Yeah. Okay, and we can jump in at any time with our own questions or ideas, and that will freeze your timer. One guarantee, uh, one promise. Can I play another song after? Yes. Yes, of course. How long have we got? We've got about seven minutes. Brilliant. So let's start the timer for Pitch Invasion now. Um, Sticking your head in the toilet. Oh, I love it. While there's urine in there. Oh, Pitch Invasion. So you're sticking a student's head in the toilet because they copied someone else. Is it another student's urine? Is it the urine of the person they copied? (laughs) Or is it the teacher's urine? Ooh, yeah, that's a good question. Or is it the exam invigilators? Yeah. Uh, everyone's. <laughs> everyone's. <laughs> the person they copied, the teacher, and the invigilator have all chipped in. Um, yeah, just, yeah. Uh, teachers, yeah. Yeah. The teachers. That would be vile, wouldn't it? Yeah. It would oh, be vile. My stomach's churning. Yeah, what else have you got to tell us about this punishment? Uh... W- w- I'm a bit confused. So it's your head's going in the toilet. Yeah. And other punishments you want. Well, the, yeah, just maybe expand on the head in the toilet punishment. <laughs> Is there any anything else you want to add to this punishment? Um, uh, yeah, the cheeky girl's song is being played in the background on repeat. You are the cheeky girls. You are the cheeky girls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And uh, yeah, they got yeah. That's playing in the background very loudly, and uh, you are kind of having the toilet flushed as well. Pitch invasion. The school safety board has some questions about your punishment. They think that it may be unsanitary. What do you say to this? Um. Just get the, just put some um, uh, some fairy liquid, yeah, in the toilet or some kind of you know with the urine, yeah, bleach, yeah, yeah, around yeah. the corner. As long as it's a bit of fairy liquid, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. Fairy liquid, you can get put those, some like, soap in there. You get those like urinal cakes and put those in. Urinal cake, yeah, yeah, that'd yeah, make it more yeah. sanitary, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just drop one of those tablets in that you put in the washing machine. <laughs> All right, Ravel, your time continues. You have 50 seconds. For another punishment. To keep keep expanding. Keep expanding. Uh, okay, They're pu- so flushing that, cheeky girls, um, and you're being um, reminded of all the things that you have ever said in your life. All the things. All of them. All, all of them. them. Everything you've ever said. Pitch invasion. <laughs> How are you going to get access to a <laughs> transcript of the student's life? Um, we just stalk their Facebook. Stalk their Facebook. <laughs> stalk their Twitter from when they were... So you're just, like, repeating cringy yep. year-old Facebook posts to them? Yep, yep. That sounds great. Yep, yep. yep. Continue. And you are um, you're having... Uh... uh ch- Rotten Chinese flush down the toilet with you. Oh, rotten oh. Chinese. Rotten Chinese. So how how long has this Chinese been left out for, Pitch Invasion? Uh, a good 
four five weeks five weeks yeah. i think we could do worse than that maybe make it four five years <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah you know yeah okay um all right you've got um about 10 seconds to uh cap off this uh punishment what's what's the ultimate finale that you're gonna add to it the ultimate finale is that you are having to uh endure um having to endure Boris Johnson um uh dance in front of you so Boris Johnson's dancing i suppose if you been oh naked i suppose if you're being swirled that that gives you <laughs> ample time yeah, to look away every time you go up he's you, there he's there, he's there. Yeah. he's there is he the one giving you the swirly uh yeah yeah and Theresa May and Theresa May <laughs> yeah. doing Brilliant. her little dance as well Robot. that's amazing I think we should get that into <laughs> into the new we should pitch that to the exam board <laughs> yeah absolutely so Tom do you have any questions to ask Ravel about his punishment because that is the end of uh, would invasion. you would you do it yourself would like would you would I put it into practice yeah would I do it to somebody yeah maybe yeah. to someone called. You know, Kieran Shea, who plagiarised <laughs> our pitch invasion idea. <laughs> yeah, which sure, is an original sure, media Yeah, why not? That's, sure. that's a perfect pitch. Yeah. Yep. So, Ravel, we've got about two minutes left of the show. Yeah, we can go over slightly. We can go over slightly. Would you like to play us out with one last song? I would love to. And uh... So, while Ravel gets his notes together, Tom, would Ravel's punishment put you off plagiarising? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't want that. I think know. that should be like a law enforced punishment. Like, I, I reckon you should still pass. If you do the punishment. Yeah, but it's like you yeah. have to do that. Maybe it's like if you can endure this punishment without crying or <laughs> throwing up, you can get the grade. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I have so many songs. Where the hell is it? I, I know my track. Um, no, Ravel, we're not doing a new one. We want to promote the album. Promote the album. Ravel, where can people listen to this album? So, you can go to... Uh, <clears throat> you can go uh, on, on YouTube, uh, Riverboy Ravel. Riverboy Ravel on YouTube. And that is where I'm going to post it completely free, um, because this is my first independent EP release. Nice. And, um, and then I think maybe try and get it on Instagram. Um and uh yeah, and get them on different platforms, but for now, keeping it simple, keeping it simple is going to be on YouTube and uh sod it. I know it. Live on YouTube. I'm just conscious that the uh the system's gonna reset in a few seconds and it might cut you off. So okay, we'll, well that's alright. So we'll start this one at seven. Yeah, then. we'll start the song at seven. Okay. Because what happens is, like, you get this ad every hour. So why Ravel tunes up, yep. we will... There you go. This yeah, okay. it's on it. Student sound. Yeah, like, basically, yeah. we hear an yeah, ad. Yeah. If you if you had headphones, you hear this ad on, yeah. on the hour. We have to cut it off. Right. You're good to go. So you are good to go. What are you playing for as Ravel as the last song of this mead and cheese? Uh, this is called It's Only Monday. <clears throat> and it's about... Uh, enjoying uh, 
and Mondays. In fact, someone at a gig said to me, as soon as I started playing this, he was like, oh, another Monday song. But then he was grooving. He says, yeah, it sounded awesome, man. <laughs> nice. So it's it's a bit depressing, but the beat is good. It's a reggae track. Yeah. Okay. So. Garfield's favourite song. It's only Monday. Is it? Interesting. Okay. It so here's It's Only Monday. <sighs> Waking up with all my problems Waking up with all my delusions Waking up with all my confusions Waking up with all my delusions Never ever seem to shake this off And life reveals the bad and the soft Who am I, who am I in all of this? Who am I, who am I in all of this? Who am I, who am I in all of this? Who am I, who am I in all of this? It's only Monday And my head's taking me out It's only Monday and everything's just bringing me down It's only, it's only, it's only Monday Take it, take it, take it easy Take it, take it, take it easy Take it, take it, take it, take it, take it easy You can have everything you want Gotta grow with the natural heart Everything is written in the stars What makes you think you're in charge? We've forgotten that we all radiate A love and a light that we create Don't you ever ever give up Don't you ever ever give up don't you ever, ever give up Don't you ever, ever give up It's only Monday And my head's taking me out It's only Monday And everything's just bringing me down It's only, it's only it's only Monday Take it, take it, take it easy Take it, take it, take it easy Take it, take it Take it, take it, take it easy I'm through all the week It's dragging on and through all my days I feel I don't belong I give it all, I give it all And through all the week 
It's dragging on And through all my days I feel I don't belong I give it all I give it all It's only Monday And my head's taking me out It's only Monday And everything's just bringing me down It's only it's only, it's only Monday Take it, take it, take it easy Take it, take it, take it easy Take it, take it, take it, take it, take it easy for that Ravel that, that was, was absolutely the best way we could possibly close out this show I think and the, oh in the, in the string snap and oh, on the, the string yeah. snap yeah. right at the end yeah. at least it did it right at the end yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thank you guitar well yeah I mean it's bad luck but at the least unlucky time oh. I suppose oh, so it's okay it's okay yeah. it happened at the end yeah yeah it happened in a song about Mondays so <laughs> That was played on a Friday. So just one last time, um, where can we go find this song? Oh, not this one, but the album. Yeah, um, all of it. All of it. So I'm going to post the complete album on uh, YouTube, on my YouTube page, River Boy Ravel. River Boy Ravel. River Boy Ravel, spelled R-A-V-E-L. And uh, on Instagram, you can just follow my journey. That's it's what I use Instagram for. It's a promotional thing. And uh, I'll be posting clips and stuff on my Instagram, Lord Curly King. And it will be out hopefully by mid-October. Nice. Excellent And, and I'll be doing gigs all over kind of Nottingham, Leicester, London, Sheffield. So yeah. so, yeah. This has been a very different sort of mead and cheese today. More of a... Very musical one. A very musical, live performance-oriented yeah. Oh, and I will show. be selling them on CD for £5 as oh, well. Oh, nice. Oh, nice. Yeah, Maybe I should start doing that. Physical copies. Yeah. Yeah, there's yeah. a demand for them. Yeah. There is. I think so. Right, so thank you everyone for listening to Mead and Cheese this week. We will be back next week with our 1980 special. Yes. 
Yes. 1880s. 1880s, 1780s, the 80s special <laughs> next week, uh, where we're joined by Ryan, the uh, the 80s guy. Yep. Um, so, yeah, tune in next week. Thanks for coming on this week, Ravel. Thank you. Thanks for having me, guys. And, uh, yeah, that's been Mead and Cheese. All Thank right. you for listening. <laughs>